Hello, everybody. I hope you're having an amazing day. And before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody that we have an amazing freebie called the five ways to start getting your shit together right now and start living your best life. This is a tool that we created to help you implement the things that we talk about in this podcast. And we also made it easy for you to get it. You can simply text TAGIST, T-A-G-Y-S-T to the number 484848. Again, that's T-A-G-Y-S-T to 484848. Download your guide today and share with us what you think. We would love to get your feedback, as always. And with that being said, Jenna and I are on a mission to help as many women as possible and inspire others to start getting out of their own way and start achieving their most desired goals. So you can help us be seen by leaving us a five star and leaving us a review. It means so much to us. We read them all and we also give little listener shout outs and spotlights on all the episodes. So I hope you enjoy this one. Listen all the way to the end to hear this week's listener spotlight, and we hope you enjoy it. Cheers. Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. And we are going to take a little more of a dive into accountability and execution. We need to have both. Exactly. I don't think you can have one without the other. (laughs) They go together like peanut butter and jelly. Mm, Delicious. When we want to set goals and want to do awesome things in our life, we'll say that, Mm -hmm. we go in it with good intention, right? But why does execution fail? What gives? Well, it's because we have surprises that come up. We can get overwhelmed. We can be stuck in a place of indecision and worry. And when we think about worrying sometimes, I remember Shalene Johnson saying once, like sometimes we think worrying is part of the process when really just sitting in negative motion is a big fat time waster. Daydreaming and planning and thinking about things can be part of the process, but when we get stuck in worry because of overwhelm and indecision, we're not taking any action. When we think we can because we're trying to process it, but there's a difference. Well, worrying is like praying for what you don't want to happen. Mm -hmm. Because you're thinking about all those negative what-ifs. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like we can banish worry from our lives altogether, but that's, I think, something that if we allow it to take over our lives, we're definitely not taking any kind of action whatsoever. Yeah. We just get stuck. Yep. And then we're not making any action towards the goal, which makes us feel insecure or vulnerable or like we're not doing a good enough job or why even bother? Mm -hmm. We get stuck in all that shitty negative self-talk. So what gives? How can we close the gap? One way is just to get it done and to let it go. And the best way to do that is by learning how to stop negotiating with ourselves. Stop allowing negotiations to take place in our mind and just do the thing, get it done courageously, and see what result comes up. Yes. And a perfect example of that is when Tony Robbins shares the story of how every single morning one of his rituals is to go outside and he has a cold plunge pool. It is 56 degrees. 
And I think a lot of us have heard about like the health benefits of a cold plunge and how good that is for inflammation and all the other great stuff it does for your body. But, and he says that one of the reasons I do this is obviously for all the health benefits. He's kind of a biohacker. He said, the other thing is like, I don't want to get in that water. I don't fucking want to jump in, but guess what? I don't negotiate with myself. When I say go, we go and we jump into that pool and we do it. And I feel like a million bucks afterwards. It feels so good when I get out of that cold plunge. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of a metaphor for doing hard things. If you don't negotiate with yourself and you do it, you're going to feel amazing afterwards. Yeah. Because what happens when we achieve something we want? We start to trust ourselves. We get that dopamine hit that makes us feel good, that gives us that boost of energy. And we're ready for the next thing. If we can do that, then what else can I do? Like we walk s- across hot coals? Yeah, just like that. <laughs> if we're experts at negotiating with ourselves already, one of the wise choices to make is get an extra level of accountability. That could be different for so many people. It could be as simple as writing something down in your planner, putting on your calendar, sharing it with somebody, hiring a coach or mentor, having a challenge with somebody else, maybe a friend, you know, getting, having someone show up with you somewhere, like a personal trainer, anything, whatever your goals are, there are so many options to bring in the extra accountability piece to help you achieve those goals and start to build on the strength of having non-negotiables in your life and creating a new dialogue in your head to say, I want to do this. I'm going to do it no matter what. No more pausing in between the thought and the action. We're just jumping into action. Some may think that could be compulsive or reckless, but when it's something that you really want to do, why not? It's that there's a difference between being compulsive and reckless and doing something with complete intention. Yes. So you have to have the right purpose behind it. If you're just going out and like, I'm going to take action. I'm taking my credit card and I'm buying this thing. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, but not what we're talking about. Well, some people would be like, did you think it all the way through? Yeah, as much to get through the first step, and I took that first step. Now what's next? Now what's next? Yeah. How do I get that before? We talked about that in a previous podcast. Breaking it down, having the faith of what could be and how to do it, and making something a reality by believing what is possible. You know, you're also living you know, with the result of head of time, you know, you can envision it. You can feel what it is to even have that result of head of time. So that's just even more motivation to get to where you want to go because you've already dug into your why and you have that buy and you know the impact it will have in your life. So you know exactly why you're doing it. That good intention is set and now we're going to take action, not negotiate with the bullshit. And when you actually take the time to think about the why We're probably going to talk about this till the day we die, but you will become emotionally attached to that vision. And if you can envision the future first, how that's going to feel, your goals are going to be a lot easier to break down and move forward. And you're not going to negotiate with yourself because you're going to be like, you know what, self, this feels shitty to sit here and negotiate with you, but it feels fucking amazing. I've been there. I've been in the future. I've felt that future self and what she's feeling and how she's succeeding. And now me, like you, you need to shut up. Mm -hmm. Not negotiating with you. Not negotiating with you. 
Because that feeling of what it's going to feel like definitely outweighs the feeling that you're feeling now. It's going to be uncomfortable doing those new steps and to get to that goal. And it's going to be uncomfortable sitting there doing nothing, thinking about it and wishing you would have. So what discomfort are you going to choose? I've said it before, the time is going to pass by anyway. What is the type of discomfort you're going to choose and how you're going to live your life? Are you going to sit in the discomfort of not doing it and thinking and wishing you would have and having the regret? Or are you going to do it anyway and find the way to get it done or find the new path or at least achieve it and say, awesome, I did that. Now what? And continuously building on it to build the life that you want to build. The things that we obviously hesitate on more are the scary things, the things that freak us out. And I can tell you that those are the things that are the best when you accomplish it. Absolutely. There is no other feeling in the world than when you accomplish something or you do something that you were terrified to do and you actually do it and you achieve a result. And you know what? Even if you don't achieve the result you thought you wanted, you're like, fuck yeah, that was exhilarating. I actually did something that I was afraid of. And guess what? I may not have gotten the outcome I wanted, but I learned something amazing and I can take what I learned and I can apply it to this other thing because that may not have worked out, but I got a new idea. Yep. And you're not going to get new inspiration and new ideas and new insights unless you're taking action. Yeah. I mean, that's not coming to you if you're sitting there watching Netflix or Game of Thrones. Lots. (laughs) (laughs) But really what you are saying is absolutely true because you are building that muscle of overcoming that fear and learning to trust yourself and realizing that it didn't kill you. You're going to be okay. And a lot of times our worst critic is ourself. Mm -hmm. It's not everybody else. We're so consumed with what everyone else thinks, but they're only consumed with their thoughts about what's going on in their lives. And 90% of the time, it's a story you made up in your head. Yes. Not even true. And 90% of the time, people are going to be genuinely interested in what you have to provide. And if they're well, not, you have to share. Fuck them, man. Yeah, and the other 10%, let it go. Or talk to just your 10%. Whatever you have, that gift that you have, share it. Learn how to share it. It's a beautiful journey to go about living a life of sharing what you have. Because no matter how cliche it sounds, you only have one life. We are all unique. So why not give that uniqueness to the ones that we want to serve, the ones that we love, and show up in the way that feels amazing? Because when you do that, you will start to feel different and operate in your life differently. And then one of the things that I kind of want to talk about for just a second, which will lead us hopefully into the next thing, is what happens if you have a planner and you have the intentions and you have the purpose and your why and you think that you're going to start and you don't, then what? What do I do then? You hire a coach. Yeah. You hire a mentor. You get the accountability you need. Someone that has already done the thing or someone that has the tools to help overcome those fears, to help fill in that gap from the thoughts and the what ifs and the fear into action. And we may need to dig in deeper to the why. Why is this important? And really honing in on that buy-in again on why it's important and, and, and the purpose of it. There's so many facets to coaching and mentorship. It's so beneficial to anyone trying to accomplish something new, 
challenging or something that evokes fear, but they know that they need to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think it's easy for us to give up on ourselves. But if we have somebody that's waiting to hear from us again, so we have not only someone who wants to know the result or what we did, we have a deadline. Mm -hmm. Because if I hire a coach and I have a coach, so I'm speaking from experience. So this is the experience between having accountability now and not having accountability in my past where I thought I could just get this, this done and achieve these goals and years would go by. And I'd be like, if only I started two or three years ago, I'd probably be way more ahead, but I couldn't hold my ass to the fire to actually get it done. And now I have a coach to get certain things done in my life and my business. And what that looks like now for me is we talk about goals. We do the reverse mapping where we figure out what Z is or figure out what the finish line is. And then, okay, let's go backwards. Let's take the steps. Let's figure out where your hangups are. What is your why? Is your why big enough? Because Mm -hmm. if it isn't, we need to rediscover why we're even trying to do this in the first place. Because even if you have a coach and what you're trying to do is just because somebody else thinks it's what you should be doing, for example, instead of what you should be doing, weight loss is a big one. Like if you think you're doing this, maybe not somebody else thinks you should be doing this, but you're doing it for somebody else, your buy-in isn't going to be as strong. And so that coach is then going to be like, okay, how can we reverse engineer this? And what are the things that you're going to do between now, it's two weeks. I don't meet with this person every week. It's just not enough time in one week. What are you going to be doing between now and two weeks? What am I going to see as a result from you? Mm-hmm. And then guess what? I have to commit. I have to say, yeah, this is what I'm going to show you and I'm going to get it done. And guess what? There has never been, we've been working together for a month and a half. I have always met my deadline because you know how sucky number one it would be if I came and I was like, guess what? I didn't do the thing and I know and oh, I'm so sorry. It's took. But also I freaking paid for it. And so it's just money down the tube if I don't actually do it. I have skin in the game is what I call it. Yep. To actually get the thing done. So, and what happens if you ever told her, I don't know? Well, let's figure it out. What do you mean you don't know? And then she'll dig deeper into that. I think mm-hmm. the other day we were talking about pricing. I'm working on an online course for my business, and I, she told me this is what it needs to be. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> That's too high. And she's like, what do we have to change about your mindset to make? you not think that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I don't even know the answer to that. But it made me think in ways that I didn't, I hadn't thought before. So just giving you a little window and an insight into maybe if you've never had a coach or you've never had an accountability partner in your life, how that kind of shows up and how it really does work to help you achieve the things that you want to achieve, your goals, whether it's personal, in your relationships, in your business, doesn't matter. Coaching is key in so many areas, like what Jenna was saying. And I love that. And the reason why I asked the question about the I don't know is because a lot of times we do know, but we're even hesitant to share that thought too. And it, and maybe we don't know, but then the coach will ask you questions to dig in deeper, to either bring out the thing that you won't say or to provoke new new insights or to think in a different way to get you out of that same thought process. Cause it's usually kind of, we have the same cycle Mm -hmm. on how we think about things. We do. And I'll tell you this, when my coach asks me questions and prompts me and tries to bring things out of me, 
once we hit that sweet spot, I can't stop. I'm like, yeah, I have this idea and this idea. And here we're going to do this, this and this. And we write it all down. We don't let one thing go past that list because that's when the passion starts to come through, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you trigger, when you get that, the coach that's going to ask you the thing that's going to really tap into that why and that passion, you're going to overflow with all kinds of information. Write it all down. Don't forget what you're saying. You might not be able to do it all right now, but it was in your head. It's on paper now. And guess what? That frees up so much space. Yes. In my brain, it's like there's a whole new room in there with no furniture or anything in it. It's like ready. It's ready to be decorated. It's ready to manifest. Mm-hmm. It's I exciting. It's, it is. And I'm, I get fired up about this because I'm so passionate about it because I've seen how it changed my life. And I'm only a month and a half in. Yeah. And it's transforming your business already. I can't wait to see where I'm at a year from now. It's going to be lit. Yes. <laughs> and what, would we, what do we say? We overestimate what you can do in a month, but we really underestimate what we can do in a year because all of these little steps, it's like a compound interest. It all builds on one another. And it may seem like baby steps, but before you know it, you look back and you're like, holy shit, mm-hmm. look at all I've done. And again, the time is going to pass by anyway. So which area are you going to step into? Step into the discomfort of doing it? Are you going to step into the discomfort of investing in yourself, doing the hard shit, and getting to where you want to? Because before you know it, boom, a year's gone by. Mm -hmm. Boom, two years has gone by. We all say, oh, time goes by so fast. Where did all the time go? What were you doing? Were you making things happen? Probably on Instagram. (laughs) Or are you trolling? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a troller. I want to be a doer. And I you want to can be doing the you thing. can still do. That's the thing too. I think. I think when when people negotiate with themselves, and then they allow themselves to win instead of the goal or the ambition or the intention, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, well, you know, if I commit to this thing, all the enjoyment is going to be sucked out of my life. I'm going to be working so hard. I'm not going to have time to do the things that I really enjoy because I've committed to this other thing. And then you and then you don't do it. And guess what? That's just another form of negotiating with yourself. But it's also your inner critic and your ego winning. Yes. So don't don't let that happen either. Yeah. And we have more control over our resources such as time and our energy and all those things and we think that we have Mm -hmm. we really do and if you are feeling like the goal that you want to accomplish is going to take you away from all of these other things the goal that you want to accomplish might not end up being the goal that that you should set because you should really be also enjoying this and if like i said before if you have the right coach and accountability that will come out And you'll know if you're on the right track. And if it isn't, like if you really want to lose 50 pounds, but it sounds terrible and you can't get passionate about it, then maybe you're just going to be comfortable the way you are. And that's okay. Yes. Happiness and success looks different for everybody. A coach can also help identify, like what Jenna was saying, you know, what that looks like for you and help bring that out. But they can also help you identify the things that are blocking it. So what is get, what is getting in your way? If this is something that you really want to do, are, do you have too many fillers within your day or obligations that you think you have to do that aren't enjoyable because it, you feel compelled to do it because, or someone, you know, society tells you you should be doing that or I have to show up for this or be involved in this group or, you know, volunteer for this. 
what are the energy suckers that you have in your life that are taking you away from the things that do make you feel good to achieve those goals? I know I really had to identify the shit that was overwhelming me. I have a lot going on, but I was saying yes to too much. And I'm usually pretty good at saying no. And all of a sudden I just got excited about all these things that were coming up. And yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. So just last week I had to go through and have some conversations that I, I was not scared to have. They weren't necessarily uncomfortable, but they were shitty because I had already made commitments and I had to back out. I, and I was honest, I have said yes to too much this month and I need to redirect my focus and my energy to the things that are getting me towards my goals. I know I committed to this, but I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to fulfill this Mm -hmm. or show up for this meeting, whatever that looked like. I had to do it with several people this month. So it's just a different kind of awareness. What are we making commitments to? Is it for other people or we, do we need to start making more commitments to ourselves? Mm-hmm. So an accountability can absolutely help with that. And if you are one of those rare human unicorns <laughs> that can hold yourself accountable and actually do the things that you say you're going to do, then disregard that. <laughs> but for most of us, I think it is easier to be accountable to somebody else than it is ourselves. It is. Absolutely. It hits more of our our needs of community and significance and variety that mm-hmm. that we crave in our life. Yeah. And if you're considerate at all, you're not going to want to waste that person's time. No. You know, there's all, it's, it's so multifaceted, but, and we're going to talk about this till the end of time because it's so important. It makes a huge difference. And if the reason that you don't have a coach or a mentor or somebody is because you don't have the money to do so, I'm telling you, you can find it. You can find the money to do this. You really can. And it's not that expensive. I think we all hype this up to be something much bigger than it really is. It's not. If you can go to Starbucks every day, you can afford coaching. Yeah. Oh my God, it came out again. (laughs) (laughs) Minnesota accent just slips right out sometimes. Coaching. Coaching. I was just listening to the Brian Buffini podcast and he had the gentleman on who wrote the book, The Latte Effect. (gasps) Yes. Oh, I am so excited that you listened to that because I am fired up about that one. Yes. So I'm sure we'll be reporting about it, but all the little things matter. And I have been on this small obsession about saving lately, like purging things out of my home and I want to save money and I'm kind of like being a penny pincher right now just because I don't, I, I can see there's opportunity to save for more things that I want to do with my family and in my business the things, of course, that Jen and I are doing together for our partnership with the podcast. You know, you may save $5 there, $10 here, but the whole principle of it is, is all that shit adds up. I don't care how small of amount you think it is. There's, that's why people fucking clip coupons still, coupons, coupons, coupons. whatever people call them <laughs> and save a shit ton of money and invest it. We're not spending our money. Whatever money we make, we got to pay ourselves first. And one of the biggest concepts that's in the book that they were talking about on the podcast was you need to pay yourself first. Every day you pay yourself an hour wage. That's one of my favorite hacks. And that shit builds. That compound effect builds. And I can't stress enough, if we're not investing, if we're not putting our money back into ourselves, into our business, it's never going to grow. Yep. Just to make money, to spend money, 
is it's certainly not the key to financial freedom. We talk about it a lot on the podcast because money equals freedom. And really, like when we dig under a why, why do you want to make more money? Why do you want to be successful? Why do you need a, a coach? Freedom. Yes. Freedom is the biggest thing because we think about all the things that we say yes to, all of the things that we want to try to do and accomplish. It's because number one, probably we have a mission to serve. And number two, we want to be free to serve freely. Mm -hmm. Freedom is huge. I feel like George Bush. Freedom. (laughs) Liberty. Freedom. (laughs) Whatever. Anyone who knows how much he talked about freedom and liberty will understand that joke. But yeah, it's a big deal. And so to get more freedom in your life and what coaching and accountability and not negotiating with yourself, doing the things that are hard. What is the quote? If you do the things now that no one else is willing to do, you'll have the life that no one else can have. Yes. That is the real freaking deal. And to also achieve things we've never done, we start have to start thinking about them differently. Yeah. If you do the same thing over and over and expect a different result, it's the definition of insanity. That's a cliche by now, but it's true. Most cliches are true. They are. I had this dream Maybe one we time. should just stop saying that's so cliche. Yeah, it is cliche. When you're like, this is, we're preaching. We're Preach. preaching the truth. I wanted to create a business one time that was just making cliche posters maybe we'll do that that'd be fun yeah it'd be fun the cliche shop (laughs) it's already been patented don't steal it (laughs) (laughs) anyway no it's this also was not a sales pitch because i know we do have a life coach an amazing one by the way on this podcast with us all the time this is not a pitch for me no it isn't it doesn't really matter what you guys decide to do as far as who you choose to coach you or mentor you but it will change your life. And you don't, ha- we always say, don't go alone. Don't go at it alone. It's not the path you have to take. You can go further together. You absolutely can. And some people may think, well, I have friends and I have my honey to help me. And that is a different relationship. Coaches are going to show up much different than they are to get you to where you want to be. Friends and your spouse want to maintain the peace mm-hmm. and they have a different bias. That's that's the truth. Me as a coach and other coaches, including Jenna's and my own, will not just want to maintain the peace. The hard questions will be asked and will be thought-provoking and rattle the cage a little bit. And we hold your hand to the fire. If any of you do have coaches, come over to the Facebook group and tell the rest of the listeners who are joining us over there how it's impacted your life, how that extra level of accountability has allowed you to achieve things that you couldn't on your own. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. And we're going to start more dialogue in the Facebook group about stuff like this. So we would love to share stories, real stories and testimonials of how an accountability partner helped you achieve something in your life. I th- I think this hopefully is helpful and gets you thinking If you're out there right now and you're thinking, man, there's something that I really have this burning desire to do and the emotion behind it is there and you just haven't taken action because you're too busy negotiating with yourself, think about maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to get the accountability you need and deserve because when you do that and you achieve more, Mm -hmm. you're going to be more successful. You're going to have more time, more money, more freedom. Yes. 
And that's the whole moral of this parable, which wasn't a real parable. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. But before we go, do a little listener spotlight. Yeah. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Give us some feedback. We have a wonderful listener spotlight, as always. We just love our fans that write into us and share all the goodies that they have to share. And this comes from our friend Megan at Blue Copper Design. She says, inspiring, five stars. I don't know why it took me so long to become a listener because I am obsessed with listening every week to Jenna and Lindsay. As a new small business owner, this podcast has really shined a light on how I can be the best me I can be. Definitely open a portal for personal development for myself, and I'm very grateful for these ladies. I love it. I love her so much. She's the best. And she inspires the crap out of me right back. Yeah. If you don't follow her, by the way, at Blue Copper Design on Instagram, she's an interior designer and she is talented. I love her stuff. Me too. So check her out. Go give our friend some extra love. Yep. And until next time. We'll be here next week. (gasps) Bye-bye. The Art of Getting Your Shit Together is produced and edited by LD Coaching and Blush Cactus Boutique Design Studio. We would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us five stars, and write a quick review. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe. Tag us on Instagram at tagist underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagus.com slash kick more ass. Remember, your life only gets better when you decide to grow and it's never too late to get your shit together.